What's up, world, and welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff Podcast, where hip-hop heads discuss hip-hop topics. On this episode, the crew and myself will be reviewing the latest album from Arrested Development entitled Bullets in the Chamber. We'll share our likes, critiques, favorite tracks, and give the album a final 1 to 10 rating. Then we'll share what we've been bumping for the week as well. So with that, please kick back and enjoy the show. All right, we are back. We are back with another album review. What's going on, fellas? What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> All right, so uh, once again, we're back with another album review on this one, man. On this go round, we are going to review the latest album from uh, hip hop group Arrested Development. Their latest album is entitled Bullets in the Chamber. This is actually their 14th LP. I did not know they had that much material out. Um, 14. I didn't know either. I had to. I had to look it up. I had to look it up because I was only aware of two other albums. To be quite honest. Exactly. Like I knew they dropped one. I don't know, like 10 years or so ago. Uh, and I only knew that because they did. Uh, what was that BT or one of them TV shows with a uh, unsung? I was watching. Arrested Development Unsung and oh, yeah. that album. That was the last thing I knew about. Yeah, same here. Yep, so it was just released this month on, or last month rather, on Vagabond Productions. It clocks in at 17 songs in 67 minutes. It was produced by Configure and it features guest appearances from Sky Zoo, Cannabis, Say Rock, or Saw Rock rather, uh, Raz Cash, Chuck D. Grandmaster Kaz and many more. And man, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So I'll give it up to Nick first on this one. When you heard this album, uh, how did it hit you? How did it sit with you? Like, what what were your thoughts? So I'ma so I'ma repeat this. You know how like you got that cousin or family member who is randomly like, oh yeah, I rap or I sing or, you know, I make beats or whatever, but mostly the I rap or sing part and you you kind of ignore them and you're like, yeah, what, whatever, dude. And they keep saying, I rap, I rap, I sing, like, yeah, listen to my stuff. And one day you're just like, all right, let me see what this dude is talking about. Like, and you listen and you're just kind of like, nigga, are you serious? <laughs> like, you're like shocked because you're like, this is actually really good. Like, are you serious? Like, I know Arrested Development for Tennessee everyday people. Um, Ease My Mind is one of my favorite songs ever. Um, that's what I know them for. I know them for that, you know, bohemian kind of kind of like what tribe was on early but yeah you know, to an even higher level so like when ian first was saying like this arrested development album i was just like there's no way <laughs> like there, there's no way i know they made i know they made good music that i enjoyed in the past but i'm like there's no way that like that this is as good as he's saying it is and the first song has Razcast on it <laughs> And I turn it on and I'm just like listening to the beat and I'm just like, is this beat like, you know, and then speech is rapping and I'm just like speech on this entire album 
speech is rapping like the light bill is is coming <laughs> and the rent and the rent is due and he has to rap for his life i have never heard speech rap like this ever like and the last i heard from him was when he was on quest love supreme and he still sounded like the dude from the 90s you know like just just older so like i wasn't expecting this level of rapping from him on this but there were times where he had the best verse over some of the some of the yes. guests on here and so you know that was impressive the production is ridiculous this dude configure is like wild like i don't know who this dude is like it seems like this is somebody that speech just had <laughs> to himself like you know i just looked up his credits and it's literally all arrested development stuff so like you know and and mostly the newer stuff so like he's been locked in with this dude for a minute and this dude's production is just really really good um and the guests on like it's funny like i didn't hear a song on here that sounded like a typical arrested development song until the cannabis track <laughs> mm-hmm. like because that beat sounds like it would be an arrested development song and it's dope it's dope but out of all these beats the other ones don't sound like arrested development beats they sound like that that hardcore hip-hop ish that we know and love like which Arrested Development was never known for that. So, like, you know, it it makes me want to revisit some of these newer albums because of seeing Configure's name on the newer albums. I'm like, okay, I got to check those out too to see if they're, (laughs) you know, to see if they're up to snuff with this one. But this was just a a really dope surprise, a really good album. Um, The fact that, you know, Speech is rapping at this level and you know they've like you said 14 albums so they've continued to put out records even you know after the stuff that they're known for and for him to have elevated his style to this point really he really deserves props for that because his rapping on here is is excellent he's still touching on you know He's still touching on those political points. Um, you know, none of it sounds like overbearing or like to me, it didn't sound like you're being like preached to about it or anything. Like he's just bringing it out. And um, yeah, there was only like one song that I didn't care for as much. And that was in this I know. Um, what? Yeah, I, wow. didn't care. I, I didn't. I didn't care for that beat. That, that was the thing i didn't care for the beat based on based on the six songs i heard before it i just didn't care for the beat and it kind of lost me but i mean soul messiah laced them with the last track though like that was an incredible closer like to me yes saw rock for president that's all i gotta say <laughs> Man, he, oh, is Rock single is my question. I, I got right, right. <laughs> I got chills listening to her verse. I had to rewind it. I was like, bro, she is absolutely going in. Like, and her, I think she had a tiny desk around the time of the pandemic, and that was really dope too. Like, she did, yeah, yeah. It yeah. reminded me, like, I got to check her stuff out because, like, she, she is, is incredible, she is, dude. She is really dope. Like, Jamel, 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 want to try Sarah? top <laughs> <laughs> yo y'all gotta go back and listen to the other review to get that one 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, see, this is why this is why when vibes and stuff post two episodes, you gotta listen you gotta to listen both. To them. You gotta listen to them. Yes indeed. <laughs> yes indeed. The Benny the Butcher is clocking men way more reviews than uh, or way more listens than uh, than the Marco Polo and Master Ace uh reviews. So yeah, man, you gotta listen to these reviews, man. All Always right. gonna be some jewels in there. <laughs> Jamil, man, how did this how did this album hit you when you finally got a chance to give it a run through? So I was I, this is actually now that I think about it, both of the, the albums we reviewed this week were off your recommendation because I, I they just hadn't hit my radar. So I was like, well, you know, I'm mess with the rest of the development. I'll, I'll give it a shot. You know, maybe it'll be like a nice little comeback tour, you know, you're, you're, you're around the house kind of deal. And <laughs> man, from the beginning. From the beginning, they kicked the door in. Uh, I I co-signed everything Nick said about the figure. Like he he cold. I don't know where dude came from. Um, and I would like to say after listening to this album, I owe Atlanta an apology. Like they are so integral to hip hop, and I think that because of the dark days of the uh, mid to late two thousands and the a lot of um for lack of a better word trash that was coming through hip-hop came through atlanta that we really started to just kind of look at them as a, a party scene and not just not serious artistry mm-hmm. i forgot that the arrested development collective they're atlanta based and it makes sense when you think about where they came from and what the dungeon was doing and now i'm thinking about like the sound that's kind of coming out of Atlanta now, um, there's growth there, which I can I can definitely appreciate, um, and I think this album is a is a reflection of that. Beats and bars, and and that was through and through. Like for for the heavy hitters lyrically, that that made appearances on this album, you would think, just what we know about speech, you would think he's gonna get smoked by Razzcast. Didn't mm-hmm. happen. You think he's gonna get smoked by cannabis? Didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's keeping up and surpassing some of these guest stars, and it you would none of it sounded out of place. Like if you look at the the track listing, it kind of doesn't make sense. I I wouldn't have put those together. Like I wouldn't put Arrested Development with cannabis. It worked. I honestly don't think uh, Hourglass needed cannabis personally. I think Skazoo was a, a decent enough addition to that, but I can appreciate uh, Speech's social commentary. It's not preachy. It's more like, look, this is my perspective on it. And he's giving it to you again. And that's, a, that's a, I guess that's a common theme on vibes and stuff. Like, this is grown man rap. Yeah. And, yeah. and it, you know, he's talking about it from the perspective of a man who has grown up into a man uh, through the hip hop culture and you know things that he appreciates about it and things that he doesn't like about it and you know art is supposed to be a mirror to society and he speaks on that and this I know I'm surprised that that you wasn't rocking with that well, I, I get what you're saying about the production but like the lyrical content on that one that was cold for free that was probably one of my favorite tracks honestly and like this i know was definitely one of my favorites it's definitely <laughs> in my five for free kind of made me choke up a little bit the hook on that 
that's real, man. Just just how far we've gotten away from. Yeah. She was talking about it as it, as it relates to nature, but for me, it was it was even deeper than that, right? There, there's a a spiritual thing there for me, and that maybe she was making that direct connection, maybe not, but I don't think it was that far a leap because she she never actually said anything about God, but when she says we were given all these things for free, who given it, right? So I'm like, man, this is this is heavy, and then to go from for free to we want to be we want this. Oh yeah, and, you know how people how people are basically worshiping the dollar. That was yeah. probably another one of my favorites. Like that three track run. Well, really see, I took was still fired up. I took something different out of "We Want This." Okay, I I, I took it as more of a uh, a political slash religious and cultural commentary on like. We're always trying to anoint somebody the king of this or the king of that or who's the top person in the culture or mm-hmm. we're always looking to a figurehead when it comes to you know uh, uh social progress or we're always trying to look to a figurehead when it comes to to spiritual representation mm-hmm. that's that's what i kind of pulled from that one i would agree i think i think it's kind of multifaceted in that and it's, they were comparing I mean, it to the the chapter in first Samuel where the Israelites came to Samuel was like, We want a king, we want a king. We want a king. Yep. You know, that's what that's just my that was my read on it. No, that was definitely a big part of it. Uh, I guess the reason why I got to the the uh, worshiping specifically commercialism, because it was a, a bar in there where he referenced that. He's like, you know, you may not uh what do you say, you might not get on your knees and pray to it. But you fall prey to it, something, something to that effect. Essentially, you know, the thing that you're giving your time, attention, and, and quite frankly, devotion to becomes, in effect, your God. This is the thing that you have put at the at the head of your life. So even if you're not calling it that, even if you're not calling it worship, your actions kind of lead you in that direction. But the fact that we can take that track and debate it and and kind of pick apart the bars and this album is full of them that's that's hip-hop to me like that's the art form that i've grown up with in love yeah. tell me something give me give me give me some give me something to chew on pause <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's the nature of, of hip-hop like it started you know from a marginalized group from marginalized mm-hmm. groups you know like mm-hmm. i don't like i don't i don't want to be like how certain cats are um who lock this into just being like a, a black art form from the very beginning like when there right. were several other cultures that had you know really large parts in this um shout out to dj Absolutely. rob swift who's been you know trying to combat that you know because of course uh, a lot of ones like puerto ricans and dominicans and stuff had a lot of hand in hip-hop in the early days in new york you know but that's the part that's the part that makes it work is the fact that it came from several marginalized groups who got together created this thing called hip-hop based off Mm -hmm. of you know music that they heard but instead of just you know taking like a uh, uh, you know, like certain music and 
and just singing about whatever they're taking this music and they're talking about you know how they got to deal with broken glass and you know urine being everywhere like and and their lesser conditions and how it's not fair and um, and breaking your sacrodiliac (laughs) (laughs) that ain't even in the anatomical table anymore You know, but yet, like, that's, and that's the reason why, like, you know, like, yes, is hip hop in an all right place today? Yeah, because it's easier to find what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. But if you pay attention only to what's popular, it's not in a better place because it's all about excess. It's all about spectacle Um, yeah it's all about spectacle it's all about the things that the average listener probably does not have access to and and granted yes hip-hop has always had that in it but hip-hop had other stories to tell that Mm -hmm. also made it in the mainstream and also got on billboard and also was popular um played on the radio and stuff like that and it's not like that now which is why you know people are are frustrated the only thing that makes the time now better than the early 2010s and stuff like that is the fact that you can go find it (laughs) right and i think the the culture at large is beginning to have more of a recognition of for lack of a better word like quote real hip-hop or um you know, just like real MC and this 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 discord about Killer Mike and his Grammys over the past week or so, and usually that stuff misses me, but somehow I've been catching a lot of it, and I'm like, yo, yeah. these, these these children are who raised you, niggas? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, wow, man, that's a whole nother topic, bro. <laughs> um, I, I would love to get into it into that. Well, we'll you know, we'll get into that Monday night. We'll get into that Monday yes, night. Because yes, um, I don't know if you've seen the latest development with that. <clears throat> With that discourse but um man i man so you already echoed what i was gonna say already as soon as this album came on i was like dialed in and i i got put on in this album i forgot who i was watching on tiktok but they were talking about hip-hop they were talking about slept on hip-hop and they were like you know it's it's they just find it ironic that all anyone is talking about is kanye west's latest antics and little Nas's ex latest antics and the Sukiyana interview. Meanwhile, two artists from the '80s, Master Ace and Arrested Development, have just given hip hop two of the hottest albums of the year so far. And I said, mm. "Okay, I heard the Master Ace. What's what's going on with this Arrested Development? I didn't even know they were still making music." And um, I I looked it up. I was like intrigued by the album cover, Bullets in the Chamber. I'm like, okay, they. Maybe you know, on something a little bit more aggressive, man. And I throw this album on, and boy, oh boy, it was just—it was just—it was front to back fire. And it was like, you know how you listen to an 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 okay rap album, and it's like the first two tracks might be good, but then the next two might just be mid. And it was like the energy did not let up at all. The production did not let up at all. It was vibrant. It was <clears throat> conscious and informed. It was consistent. The, the production was stellar. Speech was dropping some true gems, like lyrically, and and I appreciate conscious MCs that actually read. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and they're not they're not being dogmatic, talking about how vaccine shots give kids autism. You know what I mean? Like I I, I can't I can't stand that. I just can't stand that. Like 
just unfounded yeah just yeah pandemic and all that just unfounded like fear peddling you know what i mean because you you really have nothing else to say hey real quick real quick let me make sure ain't nobody around them niggas can die slow anyway Hey, hey, he, he just to look out for the fruit of Islam trucks outside before he said <laughs> Right. <laughs> Don't need them coming around here, shoot. He did like Doug Nificent when he, he squashed his beef with Gangsta Delicious and whispered in his ear, eat a D, nigga. <laughs> Yo, I'm with you though, because it's, it's, it's poisonous to people who aren't necessarily deep thinkers themselves and right for better right. or worse mcs do become teachers and philosophers and thought leaders um for those of us who may not and i'm not even gonna say like oh niggas don't read it some of us just don't have access to do it like yeah libraries are free i get that but where the library at in your neighborhood exactly exactly you know and who who's who's recommending the books exactly you know because you have you have school libraries where right where they go to school at but then you have these these wacko um school boards that are banning books right they're banning tony morrison they're banning maya angelou they're they're banning alex haley it's like like you know how did we get here i i I mean i know how we got here but (laughs) right i just didn't think I didn't think we'd we'd see such a regression in my lifetime. I thought things would have gotten better and more progressive. And and, and in some ways they have, but not in all the ways that they should have and that truly matter. Matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know, he he, there was a there was a track on here, I think it was um I think it was Hourglass where speech was talking about I feel hopeless as a voter. I don't smoke, but I sympathize with the smokers. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Something about it's something that's making hard to stay sober. It's like a line I hundred yes. percent yeah. was feeling. That was our glass. I was, I was, I was there with that one. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I was feeling that. Then he made another. He had another line about so-called pro-lifers getting what they want but now that's just gonna create more kids who have to grow up on government assistance you know and it's like okay dude is dude is really presenting all the all the sides of both sides of the coin here which i appreciate because to be be honest a lot of mcs just only like to present one side of the argument you know and i'm not saying what's right politically or ideologically here but like if art is supposed to imitate life, like show the whole picture. And I right. think Arrested Development does that beautifully on on this this whole album. And it just, you know, it, it, it I've I've stated this before, but I, I get so annoyed when I hear heads, even older heads, mainly older heads, complain about hip hop being in a bad place and artists these days nowadays are whack and they not like the the old school artists and there's no substance. Do you support albums like this? Are you bumping right. the new Arrested Development? Are you bumping the new Master Ace? You know what I mean? Are you are you are you bumping all the new stuff that pioneers are, are pumping out? That's that's quality, you know. And it's like no, they're not. You know, they're they're, they're still being spoon fed whatever the media is is telling them hip hop is, and yeah. 
you know, they, they're not liking it, but at the same time, they're not digging digging deeper to see what else is out there. And it's like, you got albums like this right up under our nose that are just phenomenal. And yeah, man, I I, I love this album, man. And my, my only, only true complaint was the length. Um, yeah, it was not, a pretty long album. Nothing on here, nothing on here was whack. But I, I would have been fine with, with them shaving off three or four songs. There's actually a deluxe version that has four more songs. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, wow. that's a little bit tone deaf in the era of streaming. Like, these <laughs> niggas put out a double album. <laughs> yeah, basically. This, yeah, this is a double album, basically. Yeah, but this this, I, um, this this album is great. This is conscious rap done right. Yeah. Um, it's not being preachy, and it sounds fresh. It doesn't sound like they're trying to do a retread of what they did in days past. It, it, the, the production here is strikingly fresh. I think Chuck D missed the memo on that part, though. Respectfully. <laughs> yeah, I love I love Chuck D, but. The last few times I've heard him rap, I've been kind of like, no. Yeah. Because I, I, I think remember I'd rather him as a as a uh, as a motivational speaker than a rapper yeah. at this point. Like he he's basically <laughs> a he, he's basically a slam poet at this point. Like when, when you hear, uh, uh, I feel bad he, saying that. I feel he, it's true though. It's that. true. It's, it, yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. It's, it's tough horrible say. saying that because I remember uh, I forgot what this was for I can't remember if this was when Dave from uh, Daylight was still alive it may have been one of the VH1 uh, hip hop honors awards where they were honoring Daylight and for some reason they had Chuck D uh, helping out with stakes as high and oh uh, no yeah he, he did Dave's verse and he was off beat by the second word <laughs> he the only time he was on beat was when he said i'm sick of and then everything else was off beat from that point and it was just like <laughs> I, I just remember thinking to myself like why is chuck d up here like yeah he like, doesn't like, even rap he doesn't traditionally rap over jazzy i'm oh, not jazzy uh, yeah yeah I'm, I'm, yeah jazzy production jazzy, yes you know, his voice don't even sound right over that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, him and Sadat X on the track, though. You know, you know who I did want to hear on this album? I was kind of disappointed I didn't hear them. Two, two MCs came to mind because I'm looking at the guest appearance and I'm like, huh, okay. They, they, they plugged in with the indie scene. I would have loved to hear if I heard Mr. Lift or um, Black Thought on this. Mm. Mm hmm. I could I could definitely see it. I could see either one of them. You know, like, so I feel like they might be. He might be out the budget. Maybe. Maybe man, at he this might. Point. He might. But man, hey. let's go ahead. Let's rate this album, man. And um, yeah, give it a score, man. So Jamil, man, what are you feeling on "Bullets in the Chamber" by Arrested Development? This one is an eight and a half. You gotta listen to this album. It's gonna take you some time to get through it, but it's worth it. All right, eight and a half. I like it. I like it. Nick, man, what you giving Arrested Development's Bullets in a Chamber? You know, the length of it had me wanting to go more of an eight, but then I got mm. to turn the speakers up, and it, it's it's a nine for me. Okay. All right. 
I too am giving it a nine out of 10. I think this is a must hear album for true hip hop fans. You're gonna be thoroughly impressed by this. Um, it man, it just caught me completely off guard. You know, speech is rapping his butt off. The, the production is fresh, the hooks. Like, I mean, Arrested Development has, has always been good at, at creating catchy hooks. And they don't lose a step at all on this album with that mm-hmm. uh, in that department. Um, so I'm I'm going nine out of ten. This is this is one of the best albums I've heard all year, even though the year is still very early. Yeah, I, I'm going nine out of ten. Yeah, to me this. I'm excited made... for what the music is going to be this year too. For us to get like three or four really good albums in this only February. Yeah, definitely. And there's more out there. There's more yeah. out there. We. We might be reviewing some a couple more albums uh, this time next week. That little, little baby supposed to drop this year too, so that's really gonna shut it all down. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, gonna drop a classic, huh? That's right. It's already done. Instant classic. <laughs> yeah, because I'm looking at the stuff that's come out so far, and uh, Little Sims just came out with something. Funky DL Blue just came out with something too. So you know that. Wow. Wow. Afro just dropped the uh, EP. Oh, nice. Ryan Fest just dropped. Ryan Fest dropped. Really? Yeah. It seems a little pretentious, though. I'm going to check it because I mess with Golden State Entertainment, but it's based on the um, James Baldwin, Nicki Giovanni conversation. Like, that's the, the framework of the album. Huh. So I'm like, this could be really, really good or not. Hey, based on um, first you have that, my my curiosity, <laughs> now you have my attention. <laughs> hey, yeah, based based on past information, we already know Ian's wife is like, nah. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a no go. Yeah. He, <laughs> He he he's persona non grata in our household. Right. I, I need to hear that full, I need to hear that full story because I still haven't heard that full story. Yeah, let me let me let me get the other details from her because I don't even know how she ended up on the phone with this dude. But like, it, it's a long story. But my it was my sister in law was whose husband is a rapper and activist. They were doing some work with him and they needed to lean on my wife for, to get something done. But she was dealing with my son who was he had injured himself at the time and like they were acting all impatient and it's a long story but mm. yeah he's persona non grata <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, man. and I'll you know i'll let you know what, I, I also, you know what it sound like <laughs> yeah I, I also heard that that nazi nigga who used to make soul beats also dropped something too but it you know I, you know what i saw the album cover and i was like yo get this out of my face like yeah. yeah i don't care about anything he's doing yeah i'm i'm good I'm like again, again. We're leading with the spectacle here. It's like, yeah. but Lil Nas X is a problem. Why? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, he's a problem too. Got? But <laughs> exactly, I'm, I'm with you. He's he's definitely a problem. But see, Lil Nas X is he's 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 not a problem. He's a product. He's a product of all the crap that we've incentivized for yes. the past twenty years. Yes. And he just figured out the formula. Yep. Take that, take that. You know, like, 
the only reason more people consider him a problem or you can get away with bashing him or hating on him is because his sexuality makes certain people feel icky so but outside of that if you if he was if he was a straight nigga it would just be it would be business as usual with, with him if if he was he'd be kanye but real quick i want to get to y'all hear y'all's favorite five tracks from from bullets in the chamber uh let's see for me it would be uh hello that's a heck of an opener um and this i know for free we want this and god bless you all right for myself, I'm going to go Hello, Classy, Hourglass, Love Hourglass, uh, The Meek, and Meek This I Know. Yep, and This I Know. All right, Nick, man, give me your favorite five tracks. I'm going to just go a little different because um, I, I definitely agree with Hello, um, but I'm going to go Crowd Surf. Um, mm-hmm. I think Do It All killed it, and I really like this one love dude. He is he is so Los Angeles. Like I really like dude. He's really dope. Yeah, he was um, he was dope too. Yeah, I'll say that. Um, Hourglass for free. Um, what else? Uh, I liked Ain't Got Much to Say No More. Um, and turn the turn the speakers up is probably my favorite song on this whole album. That beat is just absolutely ridiculous. And they speech <laughs> usually conscious, but like Mexico, you can coon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he caught me with that one. That was that was a bruiser wolf line right there. Yeah, <laughs> it really it really was. <laughs> um, so that and. Was that five? If if it wasn't five, I'm gonna throw God bless you in as the fifth one. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Y'all heard it here first. God bless you because he hate black women. The inside jokes you need to be a listener of vibes and stuff to understand. You got to listen more regularly. You'll get them all. Oh man, <laughs> y'all got me out here poking. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. Um, let's see. Give give me one more thing y'all been bumping this week. Uh man, I was I've been bumping that that Benny the Butcher, everybody can't go. Mm. Okay. All right, what about you, Nick? Uh so to continue my weird phase of not listening to hip hop at all in the last week and a half, um, I was bumping that Vesper team by Bjork. <laughs> I, I'm a, I've been a huge Bjork fan for a while. Um, she is just one of the oddest artists you'll ever hear, but when she's more straightforward with her stuff, it's it's really dope like this this album has probably a lot more like it's it has weird stuff on it but it also has a lot of straightforward stuff um the song it's not up to you is one of my favorites and um yeah i actually i actually flipped a track of hers for a um 
group home remix that I never put out, and now I think I've lost it forever. So. Oh wow. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like that. That's what I've been bumping for the most part. I've been like really on some non hip hop stuff the last week and a half. Okay, okay. I was bumping, I was actually bumping the Felt 2 album, uh, tribute to Lisa Bonet. It had been a while since I had bumped that, and we were talking about team ups on the last show, so I said, let me go ahead and throw that in. And uh, man, it's still dope. It's still dope. Um, I know still that. have to get to that Felt one. Wait, you haven't heard it? No. <laughs> oh okay i think i think it dropped when i kind of like was i don't oh, want to say again i don't want to say again <laughs> when i was beefing with merce was beefing with the living he, legends and Merce. Yeah, yeah because because he like acted like a jerk to me on aim if that really was him but <laughs> honestly after listening to that podcast i'm like that was definitely him that that had to have been him this sounds like the dude who i was speaking to on aim that one day. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think it probably dropped around that time so yeah I, I definitely was not on that but listening to the listening to the podcast hearing some of the songs i'm like yeah i gotta check that out so. yep yep okay all right then all right so y'all y'all heard it here first man me and nick are giving this album a nine out of ten jamil is giving it an eight and a half out of ten it becomes highly recommended. Y'all should check out Arrested Developments, Bullets in the Chamber. So with that, that will conclude this interview. And we will definitely be back next week with another full episode. Gentlemen, I want to thank y'all for coming on this Saturday afternoon to do this episode, do these reviews. And with that, I'm going to bid y'all adieu. And I'm going to say peace. Peace.